This week's Corp ad is brought to you by Borg Collective. The Borg Collective corporations are recruiting, and they have a place for you. Their motto is, we are Borg, we are family. It is something that they take to heart in all things. When you join Borg Collective, you become part of their family. They care for their members and have an incredible management team looking out for all their drones in the collective. They are also happy bees, which makes them part of a greater community that exists both in and outside the game. They're sci-fi fans, they love D&D and other RPGs, and there's always someone to talk to in comms. They are a very large organization, so they have industry and mining programs as good as any corp solely focused on that role. They also have PvP program that rivals any PvP focused corps. They are a Nullsec Corp and have vast swaths of space to roam. If you want to be part of something wonderful and enjoy your time in New Eden, you should become one with the Borg. Life in Nullsec is good, full of riches to be had, and you can be a part of it. Hello everyone. Today I'll talk about a few stories around New Eden. We had another big battle this last weekend, the Battle of WX, and I talked to JP, a player with a vision condition. Welcome to Echoes of New Eden. start things off look at the price of plex with the average buy price of about 1.6 million per unit it'll cost about 272 million for basic omega using isk of course pricing will change slightly but one reason as to why the prices have gone up is being the insurance program being implemented a cool video has been floating around i seen this on the Eve Echoes Reddit page. It's a time lapse of the exit of the ITC in Jeddah. The video is about six and a half minutes long, and all it shows is ships undocking from the station. That station has just an insane amount of traffic. It's a neat video. I'd also seen uh, that same person uploaded a video of the gate of Jeddah. I'm not sure if it's in or out. I'd have to look back at it. The band hammer keeps striking, with another 14,000 accounts banned for various behaviors, most of which were abnormal encounter and anomaly behavior. I can't really believe it's still a thing. The biggest thing to happen in the last few days was the Battle of WX, where a corp from the Golden Horde Alliance placed a citadel one jump away from BZ, once claimed as GenFed's home system. Oscorp owns the citadel called No Place Like Home. This battle had 1,200 to 1,300 pilots in the system with multiple battles happening at nearby stars. GenFed and allies were not able to stop the citadel from anchoring, resulting in a successful Sov claim in Esoteria for the GHA. That battle wasn't the only thing GenFed lost as they also lost an outpost in QS-TAC-530. 
which this has sparked yet again another Reddit content fire with memes and videos of the results of the battle. I have reached out to Mamasaurus Rex and I hope to have her on for an interview for the next week. So stay tuned for that. This week, I spoke with a pilot by the name of JP. He has a condition called retinophatic retinal detachment. He talked a bit about his condition, his experiences in the game, a few stories that he had. He did have a lot of stuff going on in the background. He did apologize for the connection issues. Also, this interview ran a bit long, but I didn't want to cut out anything from his airtime. I really enjoyed our talk. So let's check it out. All right, today I'll be talking with JP. How's it going, JP? Yeah, it's all good. Uh, I'm really honored to uh, be finally in this podcast, you know, to share my experiences and what I've learned from Eve in general and also share so that you guys can also learn a little bit of myself as a person with a disability and how I cope up with it and how Eve Echoes or Eve in general has changed, has changed me for forever. That's great to hear. And before, before we started recording, you were telling me that the episode that I did with Alan a few weeks ago inspired you to actually do this. And, you know, come out and discuss what kind of disability you have and the experiences you've had in the game. Yes, pretty much because I have a, uh, because I'm also a person with disability or PWD myself, it's really natural that I emphasize with fellow, with my fellow kin. And I have a really, really strong advocate. Uh, advocacy for for our rights and for the betterment for the better treatment of uh, us uh, people with uh, disabilities. It's uh, well, it's pretty obvious that persons with disabilities uh, are very are one of those uh, groups of people that doesn't really had a lot of uh, leeway when it comes to day to day activities. Right. And although, I mean, uh, Alan was physically immobile, sure, uh, I would definitely say that uh, he's much worse than mine, but no, but being a PWD myself, I, I basically, we're, we're at par because for him, he's physically immobile. He can't, uh, he can't, yes, he, he you both talked about how he has trouble feeling uh, his inputs, and sometimes he has to use his uh, uh, stylus just to, like, you know, do some inputs and playing on a really small screen. So for me, it's all visual. So I I can't afford to buy a decent tablet. And I, I have to put up with my phone, and even and my phone is already two years old, and it's due for an upgrade. And the fact that I have trouble reading uh, text, which is a very whatever, um, I couldn't uh, read very well. So yeah, it's very troubling because I ha- I am 
currently in low vision. Yeah, I have a, and because for context for those people who don't know, I have a visual disability. Uh, it's a congenital, uh, congenital one because I was born six months uh, preterm. And I spent like almost two months uh, in the intensive care unit uh, uh, in an incubator before I was released. Uh, the doctor said uh, back then when I was born, like they gave me, uh, I have like uh, 24 hours to live, but lo and behold, and still here. And uh, by 2015, I was uh, diagnosed with uh, uh, congenital uh, uh, retinal detachment due to premature uh, retinopathy. So in layman's terms, uh, it's uh, my retina is my eye, because my eyes are underdeveloped as fuck my retina started to detach because it was so frail so if left untreated uh it can lead to permanent blindness and it can also happen to people who have eye injuries as well from like uh, trauma like uh, either trauma direct trauma to the eye or in, through sports so i had to undergo uh, a couple of procedures like uh, injecting silicone oil implants on my eye just to hold up the ret my retina and then they replaced my lens, natural lens with an artificial one and I have to like undergo silicone oil transfers for a couple of years so because uh, silicone oil implants are foreign so worst case scenario is if I leave the silicone oil implant on it builds up pressure on my eye which causes uh, glaucoma or increased eye pressure, which uh, damages my optic nerve. And if it emulsifies or if the oil hardens inside me, uh, yeah, that would be a lot of problem because uh, it's going to be an infection. So either way, if I leave it unchecked, I will, would go blind either way. And my right eye has basically has, uh, can only perceive light. So my left eye is the only one functioning. Oh, wow. Yep, that's true. And I'm not ashamed of uh, sharing my condition to anybody because, well, I've learned to accept it because I started wearing glasses when I was like three years old. And my, uh, my lens grade or vision grade was freaking high, like a thousand. So right now my vision grade is like uh, 650-ish and I'm extremely nearsighted. What got you into Eve Echoes? Well, uh, because my I got curious because I my uncle, as I said, a few uh, pre-interview that my uncle plays Eve Online, so I got really curious about it because it was so unique. You know, it's a sci-fi MMO, but it's not the usual, you know, uh, RPG stuff. You know, it's ships and uh, being a sci-fi nerd myself, being a nerd myself, I got really interested. But when I saw the interface, I was like, whoa, 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 this is too much for me. So when Eve Echoes, when I heard Eve Echoes came out and the final beta test was about to like uh, drop, I pre-registered and got into the final beta and played this song. And there I met a lot of my current friends from in the game, uh, Mr. John Warden, whom you will know in-game as uh, Bloody from the now the defunct Elysium Alliance and the Triple S or the Spectral a uh, spacefarer spectral solutions that's the old corp i would say okay one and he reached out to me because i was looking for a corp to hang out with and then he was the first one to to uh, to reach out to me and then boom that all went out to there and then funny enough when i checked on the eve echoes uh 
official Facebook group. The second one was uh, the guys over from Obsidian. So I was already dead set on Triple S so from day one. So yeah. And then I meet a lot of people there in Triple S, especially with, and I was so surprised that there were a lot of uh, Filipino players came in and coming in because I thought I was the only one, only Filipino player there uh, active ever since the final beta test up until the launch on the third, uh, August 13th of last year. Mm-hmm. And then Bloody came up to me and said, Hey, uh, you're from the Philippines, right? I was like, yes. Uh, and then he said, uh, would you like to, oh, would it be okay for you to like uh, orient, you know, be as a trainer or a slash recruiter, you know, to orient uh, for our follow-up for Philippine players who are new to this game, who have no prior experience to EVE and help them out ease into our court. Then I was like, uh, it will be way much easier for, for us to orient them because uh, you speak their, uh, you, you, sh- you, you guys speak the same language and it will be much easier for them to understand. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I was planning, at first I was planning to be a combat pilot like when we but then I said, oh wait, I would love to be the industry side. I got curious about the industry side and then there we go. I was an admirer from day one. You like the mine? And yeah, I mean, it's very chill, you know. Um, of course, uh, like with any miners, you know, new miners in Eve, you know, you get too complacent, especially in all sec. You get too complacent, and then suddenly, boom, a neutral or a hostile came in and blaps you. Mm-hmm. So, there, um, I remember a lot of stuff uh, been happening, especially with the guys over when SSS was still kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to like uh, Zenton, Carvash, and the others who are now in OG. Uh, they, I think their corp is like, uh, the corp tag is like SFSC. I forgot the, the corp name though, but yeah, we pretty much hang around, you know, sometimes we would go around the clock every, you know, we were so active on uh, period basis, even though we we're just a small corp, we were just so active, uh, alternating between ratting and then mining sometimes. These guys, like these guys, were insane. Would go like twenty-four hour ratting, uh, ratting marathons and all that stuff. And sometimes I would log in in the morning. At that time, they would still rag like, "Whoa, you guys still up with this?" And yeah, sure, yeah. And sometimes, yeah, and a lot of Filipino players as well. It's awesome, you know. Any questions? Well, yeah, I just want to hear about your Eve Echoes experiences. So you got into a court pretty early. Uh, you you played with some mm-hmm. uh, other Filipino really players, helped them out. You liked to mm-hmm. mine, mm-hmm. and also my DP. And also, I was ingrained with uh, having a deep animosity towards Gen- Genesis Federation early on <laughs> because of uh, uh, the CEO, bloody. Yeah, we were. Yeah, just Gen Fed. And Triple S go way back, so uh, we had a lot of skirmishes with them. Especially, I remember when they raid the first time they the first massive raid from, from GenFed in our space. I was just mining, mining my own business, mining, and then one of my friends, uh, one of my corporates, uh, Angel Strife, is a miner and also uh, industry guy. Was also a really cool dude who is a former Navy and he's been doing rounds uh, as a courier uh, during his day job right now. 
he chatted me at first he chatted me in in game talk up that up and then in, and when i went to discord and when i went to voice comms he said dude talk up i said what and then when i look at local i said oh shit reds Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really frantic, but at the same time, it's fun, especially you know keeping tabs on voice comms, you know being locked up, and then sometimes you would go like uh, you know urgent CTAs, and you were just get into a freaking ship, even if it's a trainer, and help out. Dude, it was really fun, you know. It's really nerve wracking and really fun. Oh sometimes. yeah, especially especially when I joined the first major alliance wide uh, engagement. You know, for a station to kill over at the uh, Aragon Soul, uh, is uh, Esoteria. The uh, I think it was KZ. I forgot the station. It was KZ. It was from UA, I guess. Uh, the, one of the Ukrainian um, guys. It was so laggy. You know, that that was before Tidai. Right. It was so laggy. It kept disconnecting all that shit. And when I pop in, oh, I was in a pod. But we won that fight, and there were a lot. Yeah, even though early on, I was like, I never expected this level of, you know, uh, politics or um, drama, uh, drama in a game, like in an MMO like this, especially on a mobile uh, right. MMO. Yeah, I'm exactly, I'm right and there with you. Yep. It's really mind-blowing, especially, you know, yeah, you could read, stories or hear accounts of it online but when it's it's all different when you actually experienced it firsthand like for example um yeah we have yeah elysium was a sinking ship from the very start uh, we had a lot of uh, rips in uh, our operation especially with some other members of the alliance just wouldn't want to share space with it sometimes they would just claim jump our space you know for ratting and stuff mm-hmm yeah, and Cosmic Cop from EOC or Elysium Outcast was part of Elysium back then. He was part of us back then. And he, and let me tell you, he was a handful. He, all, he would always put the entire alliance in trouble. Sometimes he would just go roam around either in Delve or in Paragon Soul or in Esoteria, and then he would radio us for help because to bail his ass out. Yeah, we were doing well with the guerrilla warfare and the propaganda warfare in the, back then in the early stages uh, between Genesis and uh, Elysium, especially me, who has been handling a lot of recruitment duties and also being promoted to like uh, HR and PR at the same time. I was like, well, that's too much. Yeah, that's the first time I really experienced a, you know, it's like, a, yeah, that Eve itself is a real li- uh, life simulator, you know? Yeah, it's a second like, job. Yep. You have been relegated to a lot of the responsibilities in this alliance structures and the politics and all that. Everything, you know, it's player driven. Everything is player driven, which is really cool. And that fate, when that fateful day happened, it was like the 13th of October, if I'm not, re- if I'm not mistaken, around that time uh, during the weekend. Around, I think, 11 or 12, up until the 13th, when we made a when we tried to make a merger with OG and we tried to set up shop over in MP5 over at Paragon Soul things got way 
down south and shit started to hit the fan when Genesis made an all-out uh, assault on us and camped us for like three days. And yeah, and then diplomatic uh, negotiations were made and then it was stated, it was stipulated that uh, OG would be blue to Genesis only if Triple S, that means us, and the corp will be dissolved. Or join Genesis Federation, and some of our uh, some of us uh, loyalists were like, no. And then something Carvash and a couple of other Filipino guys and a couple of combat guys actually um, mutinied and left our corporation in protest because they don't want to fight a one-man war. Which at that time, me me and the other loyalists. Uh, Angel Strife, uh, yeah, especially the entire industry division was like, no, we will stay with Blade. And when the 13 come, when I was, yeah, it's, it's really weird because it was morning my time. I was like doing laundry and then, and when I checked over in Discord, uh, uh, some of the higher ups are talking and then what he asked me if he, are you going to stay? I said, yeah, because uh, you're my, because I'm here since day one, and I'm your diplomat, for God's sakes. So, of course, I'm, I want to stay. So, it happened, the massive exodus from, like, period basis and Paragon Soul began. So, we were given, like, around uh, four, uh, 24 hours, like, 24 to 48 hours of a blue sky, of a ceasefire. And sit, but they never, but Triple S was never set to blue. They were set to red by Jen Fred while the rest of OG were blue. And we were busy hauling our stuff over from uh, all of our stations, everything. And let me tell you, Rambo, it was one of the most stressful moments I had in a game ever. Because it was everything was mixed. I felt rage. I felt rage uh, because we were betrayed, but not only by our allies, but by, uh, only people by allies. Because a lot, like some of the allies, like Bob, Galactic Outlaws, and uh, some of the others, turned tail and went defected over to Genesis. And then add to the internal rifts uh, happening in Triple uh, S. I mean, yeah, I, we felt. I felt. Raged, uh, I, yeah, I felt rage, you know, because of the betrayals she left and right. I was also sad that most of the, the good guys I've been hanging out with are, are leaving, and they even talked to me. Some of my, some of the Filipino guys even told, asked me to convince them to join, but I made it was a tough decision for me to hold on uh, to stay with Triple S. But we were still in good terms, you know. Yeah, you just can't yeah, jump even, ship like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember uh, traveling to and fro because I was over the weekend. I was finishing my haul, hauling my stuff over from period basis over to MP5 and Paragon Soul, and then after that, around the 14th or 15th, we started moving again over to Isaac, and then when Void, when the members of Void, the uh, Void Alliance, uh. Talk to, talk to Bloody Out and we were like, sweet, we would love to have you. And we were like, oh, yeah, yeah. when Bloody broke the news to us, we were like ecstatic, but at the same time, we were like, oh my God, we will have to do a massive hauling operation for this to haul our assets to and from 
uh, the corp hangers over in those uh, now Genesis controlled areas over to Int's mother, which is like, oh my goodness, uh, almost 100 jumps away if you take the safe route, which I did. And That's it took insane. me an hour. Yeah, it took me an hour to, to like get to Int's mother for the first time in a freaking harbinger. Loaded with ev- with every seat type stuff I could carry, it was nerve wracking. Holy crap! Especially with the gate camps going on around, e- especially around Delve. Oh my god! You were moving stuff through Null to Inn's mother, or did you take you did take the high sec route, right? So there were safe areas, yeah. but you still had some mm-hmm. areas that were gate camped. Ah, yeah. Yes. And I do remember also hauling the, I think by the, the next week when we started out our, our batches, when we took our you know, operations, like, sometimes I would just fly my Indicus covert ops uh, straight from Innsmother to Paragon, so right through uh, GenFed territory in Esoteria. And it took me like a week just to, you know, a week of going back and forth, back and forth, calling my stuff, and sometimes helping out with the corp. Especially with blueprints and uh, wrecks and stuff like that, data cores and whatnot. Um, and when we, yeah, and then when we settled in Insmother, yeah, we were practically starting over. It was hot, it was tough, you know, especially I did a lot of uh, recruitment posts left and right, and so we were bleeding members dry. Eventually, yeah, it was really tough because something, because since only a few of a handful of us are left in the corp. You know, uh, we, I, we could still mine and whatnot, but you know, doing stuff like ratting, you know, just to generate enough funds for the corp wallet, it's really tough. Especially, especially if you're used to like in a Mars space, and then suddenly you're facing shield tankers that uh, you're facing uh, uh, a different kind of ship, uh, different kinds of rats entirely. You know, like. You know, from lasers to cannons, and then from shield types, from armor types to shield types, it was, it was rough, really. But we managed. But I managed to like adjust myself, acclimatize myself to the environment. And yeah, we were doing stuff. You know, especially with the lines. At first, we were not kind of jiving with the lines. You know, especially with the way. You know, we were not used to the uh, usual uh, loot splitting. You know, whenever we would. You know, rat in anomalies, uh, especially in uh, special ones like the dead spaces and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the uh, void has like a shared loot system. But... So let me get let me clear this up a little bit. So your corporation ended up moving out mm-hmm. of where it was into In's mm-hmm. mother because you didn't want to join Jedfed. So then you joined yes. Void at the time. Void. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And so then now you're living in void. You're or you're living in in smother in void. You're doing angel, uh, <laughs> angel cartel. Yeah, yeah angel you're, cartel. You're dealing with the angel cartel instead of what what's over there on the uh, on the west side. Is that uh, Sancha? Sancha and uh, Blood Raiders. Okay, so yeah, that you, was you, tough, really. You, you you were saying you're not used to like the loot splitting and whatnot, so because. Uh, because the way we do loot in corporation, if I were, yeah, I can finally remember that, you know, the FC takes note of everything, and then when whatever you need, uh, we just message, uh, we post the loot uh, on our Discord, 
no, on a separate channel called Loot Check, where we would uh, split up the loot, you know, depending on what you need. So, for example, if you don't want anything, you can just give it to the other guy. Yeah, we were used to like, you know, you know, uh, we all have equal share. Sometimes you would be like, oh, I, we would just, I just need the ISK. Uh, I don't need the loot uh, stuff. Uh, you know, we were uh, everyone in Triple S back then was not really salty about you know uh, about the loot. Sometimes you would, you know, I would, you know, you would still remember those days before the AI got like a lot of buffs, you know, and overhauls that even a freaking faction frigate can speed tank a tier 10 dead space mm-hmm. and you would you know uh you know the warp in warp out uh anchor system uh, a- anchor mechanics we would exploit you know, every five minutes before yeah you have like a five minute window to like uh uh before the rats can switch aggro yeah those were the days man it was really fun you know especially especially with those uh, those kind of stuff in dead space especially when we were like spawning dead spaces like you know we were camping rat uh, rat, uh we were camping in uh, ratting spaces like for hours on and sometimes uh, other members would put on their claw uh, their tombs over there to keep watch you know to uh keep tabs on the on local so that to discourage anyone who is not neutral or hostile to invade their space get those uh bases up level level and then and when it reaches like tier level seven or level eight reset it yeah but eventually it came it all came down when we we felt we were burnt out when uh bloody our ceo started to have like a lot started to get disconnected with us in in game you know where he would do a lot of uh, real life stuff because well that's the good thing and bad thing about uh corp uh or corporation culture in uh Evacos is that we put real life first. You know, we were always a casual oriented uh, corporation. Well, we can do hardcore stuff. At the same time, we can cater also to the, those people who are casual or those people who have responsibilities in life. Especially with those people who are in active service, we have like active service member, uh, active servicemen members also who rarely who who rarely joins us. You know, just because of how busy they are, IRL and some of us. Yeah, we were a pretty diverse crew, and uh, most of us. Yeah, like Eve, like the we 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 have uh, we all have in our corporation like varied backgrounds. Like some of them have kids, some of them have like a job, day jobs, and some of them have like you know, uh, you know, uh, some of, most of us are adults, anyways. But rarely yeah. we do have teams in uh, Eve Echoes. Yep. The ma- majority of people I've talked to, uh, through Discord anyway, has been adults, like 98%. And then a few uh, considerably high schoolers <laughs> that uh, I've met. Yeah. So a lot of people have stuff going on. They have real life jobs. They're busy. They got kids. You know, they got stuff to do. So it's just part yeah. of the... just. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting also because as a recruiter, I have the unfortunate job of screening out applicants uh, in-game because we would always, our policies is like to go to the Discord, to our Discord server and apply for, apply to, for admission to our corporation. And then there is always a mandatory, you know, they would always, uh, you know, they would fill out a form and whatnot. And then we would, they would, 
also have to do a mandatory voice interview over Discord. And yep, and I was mostly handling those. Sometimes there are a couple of other stand-ins, especially one of my uh, closest Filipino friends, a corp mate over in uh, Iveco, is named uh, Halvarian, who who has joined the... uh, who are one of those uh, people who left Triple S in protest against the Genesis Federation, continuing the fight against the Genesis Federation. Okay. Uh, he would also help me out, especially with, you know, especially posting propaganda stuff, you know, recruitment stuff over this, uh, the social media pages. Sometimes we would make a lot of, uh, you know, we would post kill mails of actual Genesis Federation kills and then we have a lot, yeah, and uh, oh man, the back and forth between the propaganda is rough. Uh, it's really intense. Okay, well, uh, not gonna lie, it's really intense. Yeah. And yeah, and it's really, yeah, it's spicy. And yeah, and I do want to share an, a little anecdote from like uh, one of uh, our glory, uh, one of the, from the good old days uh, when uh, we were still one big happy family on Triple S. We were like, yeah, for those people, uh, sometimes uh, some of the veteran Eve players would tell me that. Whenever I get blown up, it's like, hey, don't you sleep? Uh, hey, if you if you want to keep an eye on local, damn it. And then sometimes keep an eye on local. Don't ever doze off. If you're mining, don't ever doze off and keep an eye on your in uh, keep an eye on your local and uh, keep an eye on your inventory cargo or hold. So that you can warp out a line to the nearest stargate or a nearest planet. Just in case everyone swoops in, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you have eye stabs or warp stabs, activate them, especially when you see a neutral or a hostile coming in system. Yeah, and I, yeah, most of the times I have been, not gonna lie, I have been great to complacent. Sometimes I would, sometimes I would doze off, and then suddenly when I woke up, I my phone, my phone blared, and then my Hall went critical, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" I oh. was, it was, yeah, I was panicking, like trying to warp away, and then boom. Yeah, done. Got left. And in relation to that, uh, one of my friends, it was uh, Hal Varian, which I mentioned uh, a while ago, was like, "Yeah, we were. Yeah, the story is like we were back. We were fresh from the, our an engagement against GenFed, you know, for our CTA." We were having a successful uh, drive. You know, he was like, uh, he has a fully decked out Omen Navy issue. The story is that the gist of it is uh, he was docked already in station. He fell asleep. And for some unexplained or let me call it a, a weird, uh, how can I say this? And for some weird reason, part of his body, maybe his finger or something, tapped on dock while he was sleeping and then his omen navy issue was was is now drifting outside the station and then one of our fcs uh, the great zenton carvash who is also a really really chill guy and also at the same time very crazy and uh, very trolly decided to like blow him up his reason simple better blue than red or gray and then we made a joke about it on uh, Discord, saying, uh, "Don't do a don't do a how variant." And we were like, "What?" And then when he when some of the guys told him what happened, uh, told us what happened, especially the guy in question 
why his uh, Omen Navy got blown up. We were like, oh, right. Okay, so don't do a Halvarian. <laughs> so, which means don't ever fall asleep. Uh, don't ever fall asleep while you're in-game. Or else you might get undocked or let your uh, ship drift and then get blown up. I did that the other night. I fell asleep doing a oh. story mission in my tornado. <laughs> yeah, it's shit. <laughs> good thing my, my wife woke me up. Yeah, it happens. But I didn't lose anything. And also to continue my story, uh, when everything was... When we realized that our CEO was not on all the time, and then some of our higher-ups, some of the higher-ups uh, that I'm a part of, like Necroplay, uh, uh, Necrocake, or Necroplague, uh, Angel Strife, uh, told you... Uh, Clyde Shaw was also an interesting guy and was also from another corp we absorbed whom I also interviewed and also uh, the other guy whose uh, original name was I'm Gonna Die which is uh, who is now called Troublesman because he changed his name uh, when the name change uh, feature came out he changed his name to Troublesman because well if we are going to say I'm Gonna Die then we would always uh, refer to wait what? he's not here then we, one of us would say, then I would say, no, I'm gonna die right now. So it's always, you know, it's really funny, you know, because his in-game name is also a phrase that you would usually say whenever you're almost, yeah. almost getting blown up in a, yep. when you're uh, in in a anomaly, <laughs> in an anomaly or story mission. Yep. And then... Eventually, we were we were having talks. Yeah, everyone, the higher ups were like talking, and I was kind of left out of the loop. And then uh, this guy, uh, which is uh, has the original name, I'm gonna die. Said that we were thinking of jumping ship, leaving SSS for good because uh, we don't feel like it's fun anymore. You know, the corp is dead. You know, we're we're just burning ourselves out trying to patch up a sinking ship yeah and we, yeah he told me that they were moving to uh some of us were moving over to catskull uh catskull cartel uh, captain benzie's corp because uh, captain benzie at the time was already was already uh out of a golden horde and now is uh is now a, a member of a uh, major member in uh, Void, mm -hmm. uh, Void Alliance. Yep. And we were, and of course, and the second exodus of our corporation began, but this time we were the ones leaving. And when Bloody came out, uh, caught wind of this, and then boom, he got furious. So one of our guys uh, told you, and uh, Angel confronted him and told him, uh, we were not, ha yeah, we we're not having fun anymore. Uh, you were always not. Uh, where you are always disconnected, uh, you know, in game, and you never keep tabs on what's happening in and out of court, and you are not, and you aren't also helping us much, and you just wanted to have your pretty cinnable bill out of uh out of the corpse wallet, and yeah, and the industry guys, yeah, us industry guys pitched in for that, and it was not easy, especially when most of us aren't in retrievers yet, and yeah. And then we applied to Casco, and then, you know, and everything was over there. And yes, and 
again, I like to thank those guys. Uh, shout outs to all the guys over in Gascog, Cartel, especially Captain Benji because he was so welcoming and very chill. And some and yeah, and mm, he's very active in replying to some of the chats. And I was really happy that not only I was a part of one of the best Eve Echoes uh, content creators around, but also a really cool guy in general. Yeah. And I, yeah, and it pains me, really. It's really, it pains me to, you know, say this, that really I'm going to, I'm, I'm really going to miss the, the, uh, the guys over in, Everyone here, there in Evacos, who were who made my like uh, wait, how many months? Almost, oh no, no, I think five months ish, I guess almost six months. Uh, stay with Eve, stay in Evacos, worthwhile. Uh, it's more than worthwhile for me, actually. It's, it's really an ex- it's really a life changing experience, you know, get to experience the highs and lows. Of what truly is a milestone in MMO or social gaming in general. I mean, that's the reason why Eve Eve Online as a whole persists to this day. It's because of the community, uh, because of how the community and, uh, but not also the community, but also as the players who were passionate, you know, to help out those people. You know, it's not like. Sure, we do have a lot of uh, toxic uh, toxicity in the community. You know, every community has that, uh, which is which is sad. But I mean, it is what it is. I have, and the reason why, uh, yeah, at first I thought that uh, I had like uh, having thoughts of quitting, but uh, I'm just going to say, I at first I said to them that it's just going to be temporary because I have like health issues and whatnot and there might be some possible procedures that I might uh, be scheduled for like this year because uh, everything was like cancelled during 2020 because I had to like for health reasons because I was like having a monthly uh, you know appointments to my eye doctor to see to monitor like the condition of my eye, especially my eye pressure. If my eye pressure gets way too high, it's a warning sign that I might be having glaucoma, which will affect my vision, nonetheless. Because I have, uh, I take medications uh, to for my condition. Like I have uh, medicated eye drops to manage inflammation, and at the same time to balance out my eye uh, eye pressure to avoid uh, the complications of glaucoma causing excessive eye pressure that will damage my optic nerve, which will, of course, uh, make my vision worse than it already is. And I take a lot of the antioxidants and the B vitamins so that to strengthen my nerves, uh, the nerves, uh, my optic nerve. That way, I, that way the risk of... Uh, complications will be reduced because well my recent surgery was like my fourth i think my fifth one i guess technically was like mm, 2019 i thought that i was gonna be free from the silicone oil implants but nope 
the doc, my doctor said after I woke after I woke up and after I woke up being uh, from the operation said that my because my eyes are so fragile that there are some detachments within the very very inside of my retina that are still there so it's dangerous so there is a high risk of a make it of uh, a recurring detachment if we left this if we remove the silicon oil implant inside so so my doctor said so you'll just have to stay with the silicon oil implant for like five to ten years before exchange uh, before uh, possible exchange or if worse comes to worse we would have to do an emergency removal of your silicon oil implant if it's if things get complicated so because, uh, whenever yeah whenever i feel like because because of the silicon oil implant, I I was really really uh, mindful of my eyes because my eyes because before I was at the surgery, yeah, I could play no problem. But right now, since I'm being mindful now, sometimes I I would get I would be so sensitive that sometimes whenever my eye I feel some discomfort in my eye, especially when my eyes starts to feel a little, some pain in my eye, you know, some eye strain creeping in. I would just stop. Some, I would just stop and then just rest up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a cluster, uh, sometimes a cluster headache would just creep in on my left eye and then I would suffer a lot of excruciating pain for a couple of hours. And that which I couldn't play, and sometimes my because of the pain, my I would always tear up, uh, so so bad because of such so was excruciating because the pain was so unbearable. So it was definitely hindering your gameplay. You know, obviously you you're not playing the game when that's happening. So as to that's probably well, you were saying too with the surgeries that are going to be coming up. You know, you're. You're already kind of preparing yourself. You're separating yourself from the game. Are you actually quitting the game? Have you quit the game yet? I have quit already for, I think, a month now. Wow. Yeah, it was tough, really. You know, I could still can't get over how empty I feel whenever I can't play, but I have to do it because, well, I I don't want to as much as I want to, but really my health, my health comes first. Right. So I have to like stop. I have to like stop for the betterment of myself because I have already abused myself in the past by having like 24 hour gaming sessions way back in high school, playing a lot of uh, MMOs and the classic uh, WC3 Dota. Wow. Yep. That's how old school I was back then. We, I used to play classic Dota, but I, even though I suck at it, yeah. So do you still do you play the Discord game? Do you still talk to your fellow pilots? Yeah, actually, we have set up a separate Discord channel for some of the X Triple S members who are still, uh, you know, who we're still keeping in touch with each other. You know, every once in a while, we. Yeah, Necro, Necrotic Plague, our silent uh, army guy, who is really, really a hardworking, uh, hardworking uh, dude who 
which really chills in the background and does the back end of everything from Discord to, to like alliance structures and whatnot. He made a yeah, he made the group he made a group called the Exiles from which was also from a Marvel comic, which fits us very well because we're exiles, we're triple S exiles. Yeah, we are still triple S, but nah, not not anymore. And we still talk, uh, me and the other guys still talk uh, from time to time, you know, keep touch base with each other. And Angel Strife has, uh, has been really, has been a really, really uh, special friend to me and also told you because those two were the ones who I'm really been jiving with ever since, uh, since, ever since day one when I came into the server would always talk together and stuff like that and me and Toldo would geek over spreadsheets and whatnot and yeah and shout outs also to uh, Mr. Gilray Amex who's from Mexico was a family who really made a lot of spreadsheets for us to way back in the day especially for PI you know just to make our lives easier and uh, Toldo being the ever analytical but very chad when it comes to you know facts and figures and uh, doing the management stuff also mm-hmm. and and of course uh to my big bro uh angel strife who gave me a lot of insights you know i he also uh had he and Cl- clyde chow were fathers uh and told we were fathers and only Clyde Shaw and uh, Angel uh, were very open of sharing their, you know, some of their anecdotes from like being a dad, you know, with their children, especially uh, Angel, who is who has a very quirky wife. Not gonna lie. Shout out to her, uh, to uh, Miss Vale, uh, Miss Valence, and to him also, and their adorable daughter Quinn. Which he also posted in this, um, I think it was on our Discord way back then about you know a video of, of his daughter singing. It was so adorable. It was so touching. <laughs> and he has a son here uh, near me, so he would always ask me from time to time, uh, "How's it over? How's it over there in the Philippines?" You know, and especially with the COVID thing going on. Yeah. And he himself is uh, Angel is also a, a yeah. Most of us, most of the guys I've been hanging out with were most of them were Eve online players. Uh, yeah, and Angel nearly quit the game because he was so burnt out over it, you know, because of all the internal politics in uh, in our corporation back mm-hmm. then. Uh, and now he's an on and off player, and right now it's me who's decided to quit. I mean, right, it's really ironic when it's, especially when it comes to a point where we were, you know, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of uh, stuff, uh, especially in Damon Zell's uh, and your podcast as well, you know, like Void, void in the Golden Horde and being, kicking the crap out of Genesis. And, and as for me, being, being having a lot of uh, run, run down, uh, run-ins with Genesis, I was really happy because, yeah, uh, I was really happy that 
we were we got the war under control, but at the same time, I felt sad because I was right at that moment when we were when we as triple S, you know, the fallen as what we as what they like to call us had, you know, we're we're gonna be vindicated, right? We're starting to be vindicated. Just some of us just left. You know, uh, you know, uh, we have. I have forced myself to outgrow. Now it's really in- interesting how sometimes life will just force you to outgrow a lot of things, mm-hmm. especially with the ones that you're really passionate about. And as uh, Eve, well, I don't know if I will be called a veteran at this point, but as a quote unquote veteran already, I have no other words to say but i'm grateful really grateful that i get to experience eve online albeit in a mobile form but still eve you know mm-hmm. it's an experience you know it's it's hard to explain you know it's not everything not every game or not every movie or you know not every form of uh, entertainment or not every form of media is as transcendent as some of the rare ones. And Eve is one of them. I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I have to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of cheering up, you know, just being nostalgic and all that, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's sad that I will be leaving Eve Echoes. I don't know, maybe for good. I'm, I'm not so sure if it's for good. Although I might return one day, but the question will be is when, and if and if I do come back, will I be able to, you know, pick up where I left off? You know, because if no, let's be honest. If I do come back, like say for like a couple of months, or if or if one year or after, like on or before uh, its one year anniversary. Things have definitely changed, and one of the driving, also one of the re- main reasons why I wanted to quit was when I heard about insurance system that NetEase tried to like implement, and I was like, "Oh God, no! Why? Makes it even more painful for me to quit because you know because I don't want to leave the game without any negative negative feelings towards it." I think as long as you are part of the Discord community discord pages you know with your buddies you're still very much in the eve echoes universe uh you listen to the podcast mm-hmm. you watch the news episodes from damon Noxell. you know you're still very much into it even though you're not actually physically playing the game mm-hmm. and and a lot of stuff that i've learned from eve you know from its mechanics like its core philosophy especially with the uh, true meaning of its name which is an acronym for everyone versus everything which is very true i mean a lot of it i can apply instantly in real life like say for example how how to like monitor the market you know market prices and and you know the this is why I fell in love with economics right now because of Eve Online, you know, because you know the how how the way how trading markets work, how logistics work, how you know broker uh, transaction fees work, and 
you know sometimes you know sometimes you would just question yourself why is it so the broke the transactions fees are so fucking ridiculously expensive that's that inflation it's the demand yep. yeah and you know especially when i was i'm already like uh, dabbling into like you know uh, learning the uh, ropes you know the tricks of the trade about the stock market and especially the cryptocurrency market now they, uh, i will go like hey this this kind of like the plex market in uh, eve in eve online she's really interested which got me so interested i was like oh thank god i had you know that's one of the reasons why that's one of the stuff that which eve was taught uh taught me uh over the course of like a couple of months you get to value a lot you know especially if especially the ones you get blown up where everything where all of your items and loot were, were just you know gone or a part of them will be recovered you know, it's kind of like you know it gives me it makes me remember diablo in a way you know especially when you play hardcore mode where once you die you'll get nothing yep take a loss yeah it's really painful yeah but sure and you know and especially if you're an industry player you know upping my manufacturing skills you know i remember working my ass off you know just to mine a lot of the materials and gather enough is to like replace my the shifts that i've lost mm -hmm. uh either through dumb either through dumb decisions or just accidents you know like being unlucky that i got got ganked or charging into an anomaly without even thinking mm -hmm. happens <laughs> happens to us all yep and yeah and of course i right now yeah i'm i'm just into like uh, i'm just into offline uh like gaming nowadays you know because as far as I can tell, because of the condition, I can't, I've, I've dropped a lot of games, like, you know, especially those uh, games that require lightning, the precise lightning fast reaction times, you know, which I have really trouble uh, because of my condition, I really have a lot of trouble uh, keeping up, you know, MOBIS and stuff like that, right. MOBIS shooters and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And while Eve, well, at first you might think, uh, oh, Eve, uh, you don't need lightning fast reflexes for that. I said, no, I beg to disagree. I mean, Eve also has a share of lightning fast uh, decision makers as well. Mm -hmm. Especially whenever you want to pop your, a lot of your, especially when you, you have to know when you have to pop your uh, defense mods or, you know, when to like warp out or, or prioritize the, the uh, that ship or that rat or that player who is been scrambling you or being webbing you and taking it out as fast as possible. You know, you know, you have, you know, Eve is a thinking man's uh, game, and to be honest, uh, I think the Eve is a, is really demanding in, in and out of itself, even though you don't how it's not really that you know it's not active per se but you but it's mentally challenging you know each and every encounter you you experience is 
already a challenge in and out of itself, you know, how to, like, for example, how to get past the gate camp or where to plot your route, especially when there are bubbles uh, being deployed like crazy. Mm-hmm. Eh. And, you know, when, when, where or when to work out, you know, align, stuff like that, you know, you have to also consider your align time as well. You know, you Eve is always a game which keeps your brain uh, busy, preoccupied with a lot, yeah, preoccupied with a lot of stuff. And yeah, I and really, I I was re- I, and and again, I can't stress enough that the devs, yeah, CCP and uh, some of the guys over at NetEase, especially. Uh, uh, community community manager Joseph has been working hard to you know uh, keep everything under control. You know, but, I mean that's how they are. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can't please every yeah you can't please everybody. You know, with every major changes, you know it always happens in a lot of the games in these days, especially with those uh, games that are you know uh, even though it's single player, but it's a serv- service game. So again, uh, I am again. I'm really honored to be a part of this uh, community and also part of this podcast. And I do hope that fellow, you know, there's a lot of players like me who have to give up the game because of health reasons, or for those people like Alan who really has a burning passion and uh, you know who has the dedication to drive to despite the odds you know do something in which he can you know enjoy you know mm-hmm. at least you know be part of a be part of something big be part of something great in your own way, you know. If, even though it's a little, even though it may not be as significant as being a really kick-ass FC or being the top dog, uh, being the top dog CEO or being the top dog uh, uh, alliance and stuff like that. No, just be you. That's that is what a sandbox game is. That is what it is. It's a universe. You can be what you want to be, and that is something I cannot forget about Eve. It's like, be who you want to be and do what you want to do. Nobody's forcing you. Nobody's telling you what to do. Just you do you. And whatever stuff that you make, you know, mistakes and whatnot, you have to man up and face the consequences because that's how life is. Because Eve in real life, maybe for me, Maybe as maybe has a lot of eerily striking similarities, as you think, as we may not realize it, you know, or as as you might not think. I mean, everyone, every one of us is always against everything life has to throw at us. It's just a matter of, you know, it's not just about skill, talent, passion, or drive. It's everything. It's one complete package. It's um, it's how you do stuff. It's how you think. 
uh, think of a way to get over it. You know, strive yourself to do better despite what mm-hmm. the hell other people say. It's, I don't know, it's hard to quantify words. You know, it's, and of course, I cannot say that I'm a really good or a really kick-ass Eve player per se. I'm, yeah, I'm a casual at best. But yes, I am really, really grateful and thankful to the community and also to NetEase and CCP for bringing Eve online to the masses, especially with some of the Filipino players who never heard of Eve before. I mean, there is, I mean, in this core, in their official Discord channel, there is a Filipino chat, which is dedicated to everything, to every Filipino players out there who can, who can just, won't be bothered to, you know, chat or say in English, just in their native language. I mean, yes, that is in and out of itself is a really massive milestone, you know, for someone, for, for a country like ours. You know, to have such a very, very sizable uh, voice in this community in New Eden. Yeah, it's great. Every culture has a community in here. mm -hmm. And lastly, I would like to extend my regards, thank yous, and GG's for those people that I have been really, really close with, you know, especially everyone from Triple S, you know who you are, uh, to Bloody, our CEO, to Angel Strife, to Toldu, to, to Mr. Clyde Shaw, to uh, Grade Moore, uh, one of my, uh, our favorite lovable Russians, uh, to Cross. To some of the former Triple S combat pilots, namely Xantin Carvash, Andrew Wiggins, uh, uh, Pixel Cloud, uh, uh, to, this, to a lot of Filipino players, which I will, I can't mention them all, but special mentions goes to Halvarin, uh, Ramini, uh, Hello, the ever dependable. Spy on on Genfed, in which oh fuck, <laughs> did I yeah I didn't tell you yeah I, yeah sure I didn't tell you that at one point we had a spy in Genfed. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, I mean at this yeah, point, who doesn't? And, yeah, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> that is also I, one thing I forgot to mention that oh my goodness the backstabbing my god yeah the yeah. spy game i i never heard of a spy in a game until eve echoes <laughs> yeah or even general i mean yeah to remy and stuff like that to those people whom i had the pleasure of interviewing and accepting the club and hanging out um to some of my alliance mates over at void to especially in the pr department uh, to Miss Tebby, to uh, to the higher ups, to the to the guys over at Cat Skull, 
especially uh, Captain El Capitan, uh, Captain Benzi. Uh, and pleasure to be flying with you, sir. And may you have a lot of good. Uh, may you have a lot of good content in the future. I'm still gonna follow you, uh, follow your content. And first to Mr. Pied Piper. Uh, and uh, the, the dynamic duo Sarpaden and uh, Pied Piper have been working their asses off each and every day just to keep this big ship called, just to get this big ship of an alliance called the Void Alliance up to where they are and still keep, keep on chugging. To all the guys over in, also to my other sister corporations in the Void Alliance, like the High Table, uh, the guys of Rep Maharlika and uh, Bye Bye-in, uh, two Filipino corps. Shout out to you guys, especially uh, to Sir Death. And uh, I forgot his name, also the diplomat for, uh, uh, for, the Mahar for the Maharlika guys. Thank you, thank you for uh, accepting us and uh, keeping open tabs with us, even though we turned you down way back when Elysium was still, uh, was still right on the map. And uh, and also not to mention to uh, and also shout outs as well to uh, Genesis Federation uh, for giving us a lot of good fights, even though there's some of them are you know kind of over the top and uh, kind of went uh, kind of went dirty in some in some encounters, uh, especially to uh, uh, Kerensky and. Uh, to, uh, of course, to Big Mama Sarsrex, uh, I do apologize for, especially to Mama Sarsrex, I do apologize for for those uh, snide remarks on her. You know, I honestly have way went way below the belt for her. So again, uh, to Mama Sarsrex, I'm sorry. Uh, I do apologize for everything that I've uh, said to you on uh, social media, and I wish you luck in all your future endeavors, even though, honestly, you're getting your ass handed to you by Void Federation. Uh, and of course, uh, to Kerensky, even though you're, I don't know if you're really that, uh, that toxic or whatever, but you're one of the best FCs out there in uh, Eve Echoes. Or, uh, so keep up the good fight, you guys. And, uh, and also, shout outs also to Damon XL for, yeah, for breaking, for sharing the news of our uh, exodus over to Catskill, our uh, Catskill Cartel uh, a few months back around October. And also for choosing my tagline on this uh, news channel, which is uh, one vision, one purpose, one front, which I want to make a combo for it. Uh, or, uh, yeah, because of this contest. And also to you, uh, Sir Rambo, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And hopefully, if I come back, I might. Yeah, if one day I decide to come back, 
you're going you are going to be the first one to know awesome i i hope that you come back i hope everything the best for you and i really appreciate you taking your time to even talk with me today so very grateful yeah likewise i mean it's already noon time here in the philippines so I never expected we had a really, really fun and interesting conversation despite all the hiccups that we've uh, encountered during the interview. Uh, no worries. It happens. It's, 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 not, it's just Discord chat. It's never going to be perfect. So, Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's as good as I mean, it's going to get. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and... Uh, yeah, and one last thing... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna die or trouble soon. Sorry if I can't uh, pay off all my dues to you. So I'm really sorry for that. <laughs> yeah, he'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I owe him like over a billion, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. He might not get uh, over that. Right. He might have a contract on you by the time you come back. Yeah, hopefully it does. <laughs> hopefully it does. But anyways, uh, again, it's a pleasure talking to you. And uh, in itself, so I'm really honored to share my experiences and my lessons learned from Evecos and, uh, and about me in general. So more power to you. And yeah, and I'm looking forward to uh, for your future podcasts, you know, to keep up. Even though if I'm, I may not be playing the game anymore for God knows how, for God knows when, uh, for God knows when, or for God knows how long will Evacos last. But still, I'm a part of this community, and I'm not gonna outgrow outgrow my love for Eve, even though I'm not playing the game anymore. Awesome, JP. Well, thank you for mm-hmm. your time, and uh, we'll call it at that. Yeah. Alrighty, well that's it for this week. If you like the show, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate that. If you would like to reach out to me to submit a corp ad or be a guest on the show, please join my Discord and say hey. I'll leave that link in the description. If you want even more Eve Echoes news and a deeper dive into New Eden, check out the Echoes from the Front YouTube channel where Damon Cell walks through the game changes and sob maps and much more every week. Well, that's it, everybody. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Take care and fly safe.